0: And it was so fast, the fire uh, came from the top of the mountain to the village in 15 minutes.
1: 2016 was a bad year for cattle producer Tommy Ferreira. A severe wildfire tore across his pasture outside the tiny village of Soto in northern Portugal. He lost a cow and much of his forage went up in smoke. The soil was so deeply scorched that nothing would grow.
0: But I did have to spend way more because I had nowhere for the cows to graze, so they were feed just on hay for quite a while.
1: But today his cattle have become an unlikely firefighting tool. I'm April Reese, and you're listening to Science Quickly. He and a dozen other producers raise a primitive breed called Maranisa. Maranisa cattle are native to this part of Portugal. They've got big, curved horns topped with a toupee-like clump of brown hair. They're chocolate brown all over except for their milky white snouts. They look kind of like the extinct aurochs, the wild ancestor of domestic cattle. Shepherds have raised Maronesa cattle here for centuries, Watching them graze among the olive and oak trees, you can almost pretend you're back in the Middle Ages when members of Portugal's royal family lived part-time in the palaces of nearby Vila Real. A lot has changed since then. Portugal is one of the most vulnerable countries in Europe to climate change. Straddling the Mediterranean and Eastern Atlantic regions is part of a climate change hotspot. According to several studies, this region is warming faster than much of the rest of the world. Some of the worst droughts, heat waves, and wildfires have happened here. In June and October of 2017, a total of 117 people died in central Portugal after extreme heat, dry conditions, and strong winds sparked multiple megafires. Here in northern Portugal, some of the biggest fuels are shrubs. One study found that shrubland covers 1.6 million hectares in Portugal, about 18% of the nation's land area. And those shrubs are gaining ground. That's because for decades, people have been moving out of rural communities, such as the one Tommy Ferreira lives in. Most leave to pursue better-paying jobs in the cities or in wealthier European Union countries. Portugal has lost 30% of its rural population since 1960. The same trend is occurring across the Mediterranean region. Abandoning these farmlands is an increasing wildfire risk, according to an Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development report released last spring. When people who work the land leave it, grazing pastures and farm fields become thick with fuels. But these ancient Marinese cattle can help solve both of these modern day problems. It was a solution hiding in plain sight. Here in the mountains of north central Portugal, where the Mediterranean and Atlantic biomes meet, Tommy says shepherds and cattle breeders are a dying breed. uh, the average uh,
0: age of uh, a breeder for sure over 50 years
1: old, and that's a problem for the future. Tommy's Farm is part of a three-year-old project funded in part by the EU under its Climate Adaptation Program. The idea is to use the animals to make the land more resilient to climate change and create an incentive for shepherds to stick around. As people have abandoned pasture lands, and as a warming climate has delayed the first frost by a full month, shrubs have crowded out grasses. Luckily, unlike most cattle, marinesas actually love eating shrubs. Grazing promotes the spreading of
2: perennial. When you take out the, shru- the, the, the cows and the goats, what grows are the shrubs. And the shrubs, later they burn in the summer. <laughs> That's
1: Carlos Aguilar is the science lead for the Life Marinesa Project. We're standing on the mountainside above Tommy's farm. These are common lands shared by Tommy and other shepherds. After years of grazing and an influx of calcium, magnesium, and other nutrients, a mosaic of different types of grasses are reclaiming the mountainside. Carlos crouches down and runs his fingertips across a dense mat of Kelly green grass. He says that grazing keeps fuels at bay and it also increases the amount of carbon stored in the soil. In recent history, shepherds typically kept their cattle or goats in pens in the village much of the time. Farmers would use the manure to fertilize crops, but with so little grazing on the common lands, they were starved of nutrients.
2: With the Life Maronesa, what we are trying to do is to create a system, a management system, that tries to keep the nutrients in the mountain and improving the biodiversity and the floristic diversion. That...
1: That's Dort Marks. He's president of the Forestry and Environmental Association Vila Poca de Aglar, or Agua Floresta for short. He's also part of the team overseeing the Life Marinesa project.
2: We can not only create conditions that allow the mountain to support more animals, but also to create ecosystem services, uh, increase the wildfire resilience. And...
1: Tommy and the other shepherds in the program also use mobile feeders to keep their cattle on the move so they cover more of the landscape. GPS collars track where the animals go, and there's a shepherd school where experienced shepherds teach the life marines management practices to other shepherds and to anyone who wants to become one.
0: If you look to the right, you'll see just bushes, right? More shrubs or bushes. And if you look to the front, to the right, you, you see already a grassland.
1: And this is still part of the area burned in 2016?
0: Yes. All, everything you see burned in
1: 2016. The 2 million euro Life Marinisa project began in 2020. Since then, 12 shepherds have signed on. Now, people from other regions are coming here to learn about the methods. After coming back down the mountain, we stopped for lunch at Oferino restaurant in the village of Toloche. It's not far from Tommy's family's farm. So this is marinesa
2: beef right
1: Wow, it's really good. Yes, very good. That's Avelino Rego, another local shepherd. He has a degree in computer science. As I tuck into my second helping, he and Tommy reflect on how tradition and science have come together here.
2: When I was younger, my father told me,
0: uh, uh, go study, otherwise you will be with the cows. But that is a wrong idea. To be with the cows, we need to study as well. Because uh, otherwise, we don't have the the knowledge to bring innovation and to make the changes that we need to implement. The lack of knowledge could be very expensive.
1: So it sounds like what you're both saying is, in 2023, to be a successful producer, you need a combination of traditional methods with modern technologies and modern methods based on science. Yes, if you if you
0: keep using the old methods, you'll end up with the same results that you already know, right? So we're trying to do something new here. We have to, to try to test, to exchange ideas, to fail sometimes as well. That's
1: how you learn, right? Tweaking traditional grazing practices is only part of the story, though. Once the shrubs grow to a certain height, even Marinese cattle and goats won't eat them. You need controlled burns to help keep shrubs at bay, and they regenerate the grasses and the soil. Unlike severe burns like the fire of 2016, these small managed fires leave the roots intact. After lunch, Avelino and Joel Larrero, a burn technician at Portugal's Institute for Nature Conservation and Forests, takes me to Alval Mountain and the Alvadia area. These common lands were untouched by the 2016 wildfire. Thick with vegetation, they were burned in a prescribed fire last year. Joel looks out across the treeless, gently sloping mountainside. So,
2: what I wanted to show here is that All of this area, up up down to the the stream, was burned last year and it's recovering beautifully and if, if it wasn't for some small burn sticks, people would have trouble seeing that a fire has happened here because the vegetation is recovering very quickly.
1: Since 2019, a year before the Life Maraniza project began, the Institute for Nature Conservation and Forests regional office here has been working with shepherds and local officials to conduct these burns.
2: And if we keep promoting this kind of cold fire, winter fire, what we'll have is that those spots of grasses will gradually occupy more space and we'll have a more diverse pasture pasture and a more rich pasture.
1: This progress has not come easily, Joao says. The land may recover quickly, but building trust takes time. Many shepherds are old enough to remember what life was like under the dictatorship that ran the country from the 1920s until the mid-1970s. During that time, the forest police would persecute them for setting fires. And today, setting fires during the summer is prohibited under current Portuguese law.
2: Uh, Alvadia was one of the first areas that we targeted, uh, but only last year we were able to create the trust with uh, the shepherds to, to start. This burns. place was the first legal fire doing uh, that uh, had been done in this mountain.
1: The next day, I tag along on a prescribed burn on the common lands of neighboring Morau Mountain. From the road along the ridge, the burn team slowly works its way down a fire break that was cut just a few days before. It leads from the road to a stream at the bottom of the valley. Using drip torches, the crew sets shrub after shrub on fire. These burns take months of planning. Joao and his team meet with farmers in the summer to discuss which areas should be burned. Then the team works with local government entities to create a burn plan with public input. The hope is that, together, these winter burns and the Life Marinesa program will provide a model for other rural communities in Portugal and beyond. Last spring, at the International Wildland Fire Conference in Porto, officials unveiled a global framework for managing fire. At its heart is community involvement and prevention. Portugal, the U.S., Spain, Australia, Brazil, and several other countries have signed on. Tommy sometimes hosts visitors from other countries. As he shows them around, it doesn't take much convincing to get them to understand the benefits of managing grazing lands this way. Last year, another fire swept through his area. But this time, the land fought back.
0: The fire stopped at the where the cows uh, start grazing because it was cleaned. You know, the wind was in our favor because it was pushing the fire away. So the the fire was slowly coming, and it stopped, kind of buying himself wh- where the land was clean.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, what does that tell you?
0: It tells me that we're doing something right. <laughs>
1: For Science Quickly, I'm April Reese, reporting from Northern Portugal. Science Quickly is produced by Jeff Delvisio and Talika Bose. Our show was edited by Ela Fetter and Alexa Lim. Our theme music was composed by Dominic Smith. Don't forget to subscribe to Science Quickly wherever you get your podcasts.